Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Say Yes Movement podcast with Heather and John. Hey, Heather, how are you today? John, I am good, but I want to ask you how you are because your energy, I can see it. It's just like your aura is like fantastic. So you must be feeling at like 200% now. And what is going on? Because I can I can actually feel it in like 10 seconds or less. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you. I got a haircut. That's like the first thing. <laughs> Um, and I, you know, I just, I, I cleaned up, right? Like, you know, so I, I kind of put me on the spot and getting all like red and like, you, you know, what's oh, funny, yeah. you know, what's funny about <laughs> is, is you're going for the external factors and of course those play a role in it. But actually what I'm commenting on is the internal factors. Mm. I actually can feel your energy uh, your where your shoulders are, you're breathing deep and all of these things are so palatable and so like communicating and i think you know that's one of those things that people don't realize is that we're always sending messages mm. with our eyes with our bodies with how we're breathing with how our body's standing and it gets communicated sometimes by accident and sometimes on purpose and sometimes just because we're being free and so i just wanted to let you know that that i'm feeling you this morning in a really good way and thank you yay so that's thank you I, and i think this is a really good example because anyone watching they're going to see it as well and go yeah they're you know they're it, i know when someone's having a good day immediately and yeah. so you're having a good day yes thank you thank you it's uh i'm blushing now so i know you can't see that over camera but my face is probably gone in two different tones of red um you know the, the one thing that we've talked about in previous episodes is really around leveraging and using your body and you talked about my energy i'm actually standing today so that's the other thing that's different about me um, there's a different energy that happens when you actually stand up and you do these things. You know, if you're doing any sort of presentations or talks, I always recommend standing. Uh, you can feel it, right? Like you can see it, you can feel it outside of the haircut, and all the other stuff. But I think what was really big for me this morning was actually looking in the mirror and I saw myself. It's like, wow, you're doing well, you're doing good. And, you know, from the inside, it just gives you, like you said, a different sense of energy and it just blows you up. So thank you for for acknowledging that. And, you know, for those of you that are listening, you know, who in your life needs to be acknowledged for what they've been doing? Mm -hmm. I think that's an incredibly important thing, right? Like we talk about celebrations. Good morning, Gunjin. Um, you know, we talk about celebrating. Today's Celebration Friday, right? We, this is one of the things that we do every Friday on the Say Yes Movement podcast. So, so I'm going to celebrate, since we're all already there, I'm going to celebrate just changing my mood changing the way i feel through changing my physiology and this week's been a big week for that and there's something else i've been working on uh and i want to celebrate it's been loop closing and we'll get into a little bit more we'll talk a little bit more about that uh in a few minutes <laughs> thanks mark yes it's fantastic seeing your comments on on the thread as well um but yeah no the other thing i want to celebrate is just closing loops and we'll talk about that in a second so heather what are you celebrating this week you know what? This week has all been, you know, we, we talked about recommitment and I got back into, I had lost, quite honestly, I'd stopped doing my meditations while I was in Chicago. Um, there was just you know, a little extra sleep that I was negotiating for. And, and, you know, I think sometimes that's okay, but, but I actually felt the difference. And so back on meditation, and I always find when I meditate every single day, by day seven, there's this energy that's really, really built up. So I'm, you know, I'm going to go into the weekend with that energy and it feels really good to recommit 
uh, to the things that you know are going to serve you not only for the present moment, but for your future self. So uh, that feels really, really good. And and funny enough, I actually closed some some loops this week too. And, and I'd love to get into that conversation because what's happening for me, and, and I don't know if this is happening for you, but as I'm closing these loops, I'm no longer thinking about the past. I'm no longer fussed about the future, although I have to get my taxes done. But what... <laughs> I'm able to be more present and that presence, you know, I, I put a song on the radio the other day. I was dancing in my kitchen and, you know, just, just being really, really playful and present has been something to celebrate this week. So, and I, I know it's because I'm closing loops too. So yeah, who knew recommitment what? would also <laughs> turn into closing those loops. Yeah, no. And you know, there's so many good things that you just said there, right? So closing loops, energy, just getting back into the routine, the practices that we know that help us, right? And the one thing I find is, and you think about your future self, your future self cannot carry things forward with it, right? Like there's certain things you need. And, and so this is why closing loops are so important. Now, if you're not familiar with the concept, I can't remember where I heard it specifically. But the one thing you want to do is you want to close off certain actions so you can move on and continue to other actions. Because if they remain open, subconsciously, they always sit in the back of your mind as something that hasn't been finished. Yeah. And those things that do not get finished get moved forward. And what they do is they just create extra weight, right? They, mm -hmm. they create extra weight emotionally, sometimes physically, depending on what it is you're carrying forward with you. But, you, you know, in order to move forward properly, in order to move forward in a way that's empowering and that's going to make you stronger, you got to close those loops. And closing the loop could be something as simple. And I'll give you an example of what I did this week is respond to an outstanding email that's just been sitting in my inbox. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people have one of those. It's like, okay, I'll get to it tomorrow. And when I talk about outstanding, I mean outstanding like for weeks, right? Um, and... You know, there was always that one thought. I don't know if you ever had this, Heather, but there's that one thought that kind of sits and nags at the back of your head. It's like, oh, man, I should respond to that. Oh, yeah, I should respond to that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was there was like a closure to it when I was able to finally respond. Right? Mm. It's like, oh, this is done, and now I can move forward. Right? And that, like, that was just so powerful. As we talked about celebration, we talked about our future selves. And as we're building those out, we talked about reframing. You know, it's really around, you know, the situation's done, right? Like we, we just want to put closure to it, right? People talk about closure in relationships all the time, but it's it's not just personal relationship, it's professional relationships as well. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just need to close those off, right? So you can continue and move forward to creating other new relationships. And, you know, that's the one thing that has been incredibly powerful this week, just by closing those loops, I'm no longer carrying those thoughts with me forward. Like, oh, it's, it just felt so refreshing. Right. Yeah. And think about where your mindset goes, right? It, it's mm. it's now here in this present moment, making new decisions that aren't based on, you know, that that load of bricks that you're carrying in a knapsack. Uh, you know, that's that's really the, the the weight of the past coming into the future. So, you know, think of the things that that are weighing you down. And, you know, funny enough, I'm, I'm part of a mastermind group of entrepreneurs and we go in uh, eight week sprints and we declare a goal and then we support each other for those eight weeks to get to that next finish line. Because, you know, when we're accountable to other people, it's sometimes a lot easier to meet those deadlines. And funny enough, two of the people chose goals that were 
completely not to do with their business, but to do with loose ends and cleaning up some, some crap in their life, you know, that needed to be done and organizing themselves so that their environment was a happy environment. And so, you know, some of them are tackling, you know, big, like, uh, organizational types of, uh, not like in a corporation, but like organizing their house. And I thought to myself, well, you know, we've all got that junk drawer. That's just a pile of stuff that that's kind of weighing us down. And, and I, I have mine. It's, it's literally right here. I cleaned it out and like, there was such silly stuff in there. And now it's like all organized. I know where my pens are and it feels really good and such a simple task. But to me, it was a loving task that, my environment matters to me and I want to make sure that it's as productive as possible. And, you know, so, so, you know, those things that are holding us back, sometimes it's as simple as a junk drawer, just cleaning that out. So, yeah, cause the junk oh. in our drawer is the junk in our mind too. Yeah. No, you, you, it's funny you say that, right? It, it, I used to be one of these people who used to have this belief that disorganization and chaos is a good thing. Cause I could always find things in my chaos. Right. I guess that was a way for me to justify the mess that was around, right? Um, but you're right. There, there's a power to just having order, right? Like, like, so I've been I've been studying some of the work of Bob Proctor, and one of the things, one of the key things that he talks about is really having order in your life, in terms of like there's an order and a structure to everything, and there's a there's a oh, what's it called? There, there's an energy to just knowing where things are. Right. There's a structure, you know, you step one, step two, it, it, you know, if you think about health from we'll just use health as an, ex as an example, because that's where we've been over the last year. And it's really around. We know that we need to do certain things in terms of our nutrition. We need to do certain things in terms of our exercises to get to a place where we feel strong and powerful. That's order. Right. And what you're talking about right there, organizing your junk drawer or, you know, you could be sitting in an office space where you just have a little bit of chaos around you. Maybe this is a good, you know, I didn't think we were going to go here, but this is a good opportunity to maybe like declutter, close the loops on some of the things that are outstanding in and around your desk, right? It could mm. be some letters. It could be some messages. Um, it could be something on your whiteboard that you had written up for like a month and a half that you haven't changed. And it could be just a, a quick swipe to start fresh so you can go on to something new. And that's a way of closing, right? Like it's just, there's so many good things here in terms of just, well, just it does, it clears your thoughts. It clears, it clears your, mind, your thoughts right? and it, it has an effect on the people around you. So, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a great story. So that messy chaos, that is my husband <laughs> in everything he does. He comes in, it's like Tasmanian devil comes into the house, but there's a, a location in our house where the keys go and, and his wallet goes. And he sort of just leaves it wherever it, it finds itself. And I always put it in one spot. And if I don't find it in the chaos and put it in that one spot, guess what happens the next morning? He's searching for it. I wonder where it is because it's always in that one spot. And the reason I did that is because I, I noticed that every morning he was like, I wonder, I, I can't find my keys. I can't find this. I can't, I can't find that. So I just solved that problem for him and put them in one spot. And one day I said to him, do you notice that your wallet and your keys are always in the same spot and that you're never looking for them? And he's like, Oh yeah, I didn't notice. So he didn't even notice that the, that I had put order into his morning because 
it was kind of affecting me because of this chaos, this energy was, was frantic at some points and, you know, he was rushing. And so, you know, when we close those loops, we're also helping the relationships around us be better. And, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to take credit for finding his keys in his wallet. It's a two second task. But after we had that conversation, his awareness went up. Guess where he puts his keys in his wallet now? And it was his choice. So I think that was also, if I would have just said, can you just put your keys in your wallet in one place? It wouldn't have been his choice. And, you know, once, once I showed him that that order was helping him as well as helping me, uh, it really worked out. So, you know, think about also what is causing your day to get unraveled in a moment? And is there some process that you can put in that will help with that moment? Just be a lot more fantastic for yourself, for your kids, for everyone. You know, here's a crazy, crazy, one of my girlfriends, and I love this idea, used, and she had little kids. She used to put the kids to bed in their clothes for the next day because the the arguments of what the kids were going to wear took over the whole household. So they, she let them pick their outfits out the night before and they went to sleep in their outfits for the next day. And when I heard this, I was like, that is such a brilliant mom hack. Like that is fantastic. Fantastic. And so, you know, like think out of the box. Don't be stuck with, okay, the kids have to wear pajamas. Like, why why is that a rule? Come on. I love it. I love it. You know, it, it makes me think about putting out my gym stuff out in the morning. So this way I don't have to wake up everybody in the morning looking for the stuff that I need to go get started. Um, you know, it's a it's a beautiful hack. And so I just wanted to take a second. It is Celebration Friday, not just for us, but for those of you that are listening as well. So if you can and if you're open to it, what are you celebrating this week? Drop it in the comments. We'd love to know. I know, Gunjin, you celebrate every day. So I know you've got something that you want to share with us. But just drop it in the comments. What are you celebrating this week? I, I think it's incredibly important. It's one of the things that we've seen that people have come back to us and say, wow, you know, doing more of that actually changes how I look at the week, how I end the week, because I'm celebrating. And it's funny because I'm also, I'm part of another group as well. And one of the things that we do on every call is we have, we take the first five minutes and we just talk about our celebrations. And that just, it just sets the tone. You know, we talk about priming. It's one of the things that we learned in NLP. Priming is, you know, how you set up a piece of the conversation. So everything that follows it has the right tone, the right intention. Yeah. And if you start with a celebration at the beginning of your meeting, think about what that's going to do for the rest of your meeting, mm-hmm. right? And think about what that's going to do for the rest of your day. If you're celebrating your successes first thing on a Friday, what does the rest of your Friday start to look like? It's like, yes, I did this. And you're not done yet, right? What if, <laughs> you know, the one question I love asking the kids on Friday at dinner is what's the best part of your week so far? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause the one, the one, the one question I used to get back as well, the week's not over yet, so I don't know what's the best part. I'm like, okay, what's the best part so far? And this is something you can also bring into conversations with your team, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great way just to get that, you know, if you're walking into the office and you're having that conversation, instead of like, hey, how's it going? Ah, it's okay. It's been a busy week. Those are typical responses. But when you say something thought-provoking, like what's the best part of your week so far, you're going to have a different type of dialogue, a different type of conversation. It's, gonna, it's just going to change the atmosphere of the people around you. And it's a way of closing up the loop for the week, right? <laughs> you know, it we talk totally about is. it's Friday, right? So why not close the week on a really it's a great way just to close it up? And it's a great way to really bring in the positive energy. Because there's so many things that happen week to week, especially 
something funky happened this week, right? Like it's this week was spring, you know, I, I didn't, we, we totally forgot. I totally forgot. It's like, oh yeah, it's the first day of spring. And there's a shift in energy when you shift seasons, right? So, mm. you know, I know it's like, ooh, what, 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 like, what happened this week? And, you know, it's funny because I've been having conversations with a variety of different people and they're all feeling a shift too, right? Mm-hmm. Something different in the air. So close your loops. I think it's incredibly important. Just, you know, what I realized after recommitment week last week, this week is really around, let's, let's close off all the things that are open. Let's respond to the people that need responding to. And let's just put energy around, you know, closing those things off so we can continue to move forward. And it's part of, you know, just me stepping into my future self because that's what my future self would do. It wouldn't have any open items going forward because of my, like, you just can't, right? You just well, can't have those open items. John, I just want to reframe that. I think you will have open items, but they're just going to be bigger and serving your bigger self. <laughs> because, you know, the, 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 the concept of I'm going to get my to-do list done is kind of crazy. There's always the next thing to do, but you can't get to that bigger version of yourself until you close off those loops from the, the person you are today or the person you were before. So, you know, look at your, your action list and take action and, and don't be worried if like, you know what, this has been on there too long, then do a new assessment and say, is this actually important to me to get done? And maybe, maybe the action is actually to just let it go. And mm. that, that often is, is part of the reason why we're not getting to things. You know, I, I read a concept just the other day and it was a two and two concept. It was, you know, if you feel like you're procrastinating about something, then, then, and you look at your list and it can take two minutes, get that done, just get it out of the way so that you can stack up an accomplishment. And, you know, you do like five things that are two minutes each, all of a sudden you've got five reasons why you can move forward. But then sometimes that that's not easy to do. And you're actually procrastinating or you're finding yourself, you know, doing something else, then just set a timer, do it for two minutes, give, yeah. give yourself permission to just be procrastinating for two minutes for five minutes, but set the timer. And when the timer's off, it's go time. And I play with my timer all the time for action items and, you know, set it up 15 minutes. All right. Because we often take as much time as we give ourselves to do things. So give yourself less time and you'll get more done. Yeah. Actually, that's a whole other podcast. So maybe we'll have to say that for next week. No, because you're right. We, we get things done in the time that we allot for them, right? Like we, yes. As we go through our list, you know, and I'm looking at my list over there on my whiteboard over there, um, you know, I look at some of the stuff. It's like, oh, that's going to take a two hours, three hours. It's like, no, it's going to take whatever I put in front of it, right? Some things that, you know, take more effort, more time. But when, you know, I love the idea of just breaking things into uh, in, into blocks, right? And time blocking is, is a great way. Actually, I, I listen to... Um, some focus music while I'm doing that. And it's, mm. it's, in, it's in 15, 45 minute chunks, right? And it's a great way to just let go of everything else. Just don't get stuck in the whole TikTok rabbit hole because once you go down that funnel, if you don't have a timer, I'm telling you, you're going to be in trouble because you'll realize it's three hours later. It's like, oh my gosh, what just happened here? Um, <laughs> so and that's okay for the weekend if that's what you wanted to. But it is and can be a productivity killer. So just be careful. But the time blocking... I think is so great. And then, you know, I, I'm going to take that as a win too, because that's one of the things that I've been focusing on and introducing this week is yeah. really around just time blocking those. You're right. Time blocking those important items and then getting it done in those times. 
right? Like you just, you can get so much time when you can get so many things done when you just focus. That's so right? true. It's so true. So, so here's, here's the call to action this weekend. Yeah. Close a loop. Think, look at the, something that's been stressing you out, causing anxiety, and isn't serving your future self, and just get it done, and then celebrate when it's done. Say, I did that. And as small as cleaning out your drunk drawer is a celebration moment, and I think that will see that will see how that affects your, your mood, see how it affects the people around you, and just notice the world through these new eyes with closing loops, and that's the call to action, and I got... I got loops to close, John. I got to go. Like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too, me too. Just remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Thank you for tuning in to the Say Yes Movement podcast. Well, have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Take care, everybody.